Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOF PHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that He will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. I want to talk to you just a few minutes this morning, and really the intention is not to go long, and I know some of you will probably laugh at that, but to leave time for the Lord to, to work around this altar here in just a few minutes as we pray together. Today, uh, the title of my message is Coming Out of My Cave coming out of my cave look to your neighbor and say it's time for you to come out your cave come out of your cave it's time for you to come out now tell them if they don't come out you're going to knock them out no (laughs) don't tell them that that might be what you want to do on the human side the flesh side coming out of my cave coming out of my cave I want to go ahead and put that picture on the screen Noah in 1972 there was a Japanese soldier named Yokoi Yokoi and this Japanese soldier Yokoi was found living in a cave on the island of Guam in 1972 these two hunters were walking through the jungle in Guam and they discovered Yokoi, this Japanese soldier. Yokoi had been hiding in a cave since World War II, afraid of being captured by U.S. forces. Yokoi hid in that cave for over 27 years, over 27 years. In fact, there was two other soldiers in there with him, and then they ended up Uh, dying because of the elements that they were uh, facing there but Yokoi he survived uh, by hiding in that cave on the island of Guam man he hid there for 27 years out of fear of being captured and today I want to talk to you about a man in the Bible who hid in a cave he hid in a cave if you open your Bibles Open to Psalm 142. Psalm 142. In Psalm 142, this is a psalm written by David. David, many of you know, shepherd boy, uh, known uh, the one that uh, to, who slain Goliath, the giant of the Philistines. He was known as a man after God's own heart. David, he writes this psalm, Psalm 142, and it's known as a cave psalm because David was praying and writing this song in a cave. David, a man who had been chosen by God, anointed by God to be king of Israel, was running for his life. He was running for his life. A man that was chosen by God, anointed by God, but he was being pursued by an enemy, and he was running for his life. And the enemy was King Saul and his army. And they were coming after David out of a out of a heart of hatred and a heart of jealousy 
In fact, you remember the, the, the women of Israel, they were singing songs. Uh, King Saul has slain his thousands, but David, he's slain tens of thousands. And, and the, the hatred and the jealousy uh, filled the heart of Saul, and he began to pursue after David with the intentions of taking his life. So now we find David, he's on the run for his life, being pursued by the enemy, and now he hides himself in a cave. He hides himself in a cave. If you were looking at this psalm and looking at David, you would say, and it would appear to all of us that David's life, David's hopes, David's dreams, David's purpose, David's anointing, it seemed like everything had caved in for him. And we read about it in Psalm 142. Psalm 142, verses 1 through 7. Let me read this to you. Psalm 142, David is praying in this cave. And he says, I cry aloud to the Lord. I lift up my voice to the Lord for mercy. I pour out before him my complaint. Before I tell, before him, I tell my trouble. When my spirit grows faint within me, it is you who watches over my way. In the path where I walk, people have hidden a snare for me. Look and see, there is no one uh, at my right hand no one is concerned for me I have no refuge no one cares for my life I cry to you Lord I say you're my refuge my portion in the land of the living listen to my cry for I'm, I'm in desperate need rescue me from those who pursue me for they're too strong for me verse 7 set me free from my prison that I may praise your name then the righteous will gather about me because of your goodness to me. Father, again, thank you for your word. I pray, God, your anointing upon this time. I pray you'll use it for your glory in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let me ask you this question. How many of you have ever been in a real cave before? Maybe you've been on some kind of trip somewhere and you actually went into a cave. I know when, when I lived in uh, San Diego, California, Along the coast there in San Diego, there were caves that were inside the cliffs that were next to the ocean. And, and when the tide would go out, uh, you could actually walk inside of these caves that were inside of these massive cliffs, cliffs that were on the ocean side there. And sometimes uh, myself and friends, we would, we would walk inside. When the tide would go out, we would walk inside and we would explore these caves. But let me just say to you personally, I didn't care much for being inside of those dark and confined places. I didn't care much for walking in a cave. And, and, and I can't imagine uh, living in a cave for 27 years. I can't imagine uh, trying, to, trying to survive by living in such a dark and confined place. And that's where David was. David, uh, he hid in a cave because he, he felt discouraged and you read this in the psalm you can, you can feel it from his heart and, and he says he's in this cave because he's discouraged and he's depressed and he feels deserted and, and he feels defeated and in other words David's world was caving in on him and you ask the question I know what in the world would cause somebody to, to drive themselves into a cave what would cause someone to hide in a cave well, let me just offer some things to you from, from my own life experiences, from counseling, from ministry, from what you read in the Word of God. Why people, why people would uh, 
or go into a cave and hide. The reason why many times is because of fear. It could be failure in life. It could be because of fatigue and weariness. It could be because of your circumstances. It could be because of, of troubles and trials. And it could be the pain that you're feeling in your life. And for sure, it could be because of spiritual warfare. And the list could go on and on while people will hide themselves in caves. And let me just remind you, the devil delights when you hide yourself in a cave. He delights when you hide yourself in a cave. And that's why I believe God has sent me this way this morning to remind you that the cave life is not the life that Jesus called you to. In fact, he's calling someone today to come out of your cave. To come out of your cave. He wants you to come out of your cave because if you stay in the cave too long, it can turn into a prison. It can turn into a prison. And the reason I know that is because when I read this psalm in verse 7, David said, set me free from my prison. Set me free from my prison. Now, I thought David was in a cave. David is in a cave. But he's been in there too long, and now he looks at it like a prison. David said, set me free from my prison. David's cave had turned into a prison. And I want to remind you this morning, the cave can turn into a prison and the next thing you know, you are confined and you're in captivity to the enemy. And if you stay in the cave too long, it will become a prison in your life. And the devil, he wants you to stay in the cave. Will you please hear me this morning? The devil delights when you stay in the cave. He wants you to stay there. He wants you to dwell there. He wants you to dwell on your pain. He wants you to dwell on your hurts. He wants you to dwell on failures. He wants you to dwell on all your problems. If the devil can keep you there long enough, then eventually in that cave, you become his prisoner. And you'll be a prisoner to your pain. You'll be a prisoner to your hurts. You'll be a prisoner to uh, fear. And the devil is going to delight in that. And that's why caves are dangerous and dark places. And that's why I believe today that God is wanting to call somebody here today out of your cave. You have been, listen, some of you have been in a cave longer than your koi has. Some of you have been in caves more than 20 years, 25 years, 30 years, just living in a cave, a dark, depressed, defeated place. And God is saying that today it's time for you to come out in the name of Jesus. Some of you need to come out of the cave of worry come out of the cave of fear, come out of the cave of anger, come out of the cave of addictions. Some of you need to come out of the cave of unforgiveness, the cave of rejection, the cave of sadness and madness. Some of you need to come out of the cave of depression, the cave of mistrust, the cave of confusion. The list could go on and on, but Jesus wants you to come out so you can have freedom in your life and you can walk in his purpose, his plan for your life. His purpose and plan is for you not to hide in a cave for the rest of your life. Nobody likes the cave experience. Nobody does. Nobody likes it when life caves in. But the truth is, if we would be honest, we all find ourselves in caves at times. When life caves in on us. So, so the question this morning is, how do, you, how do you come out of the cave? How do you come out of your cave? Well, we, we go into into David's cave and we learn how we can come out we learn how to come out how many of you want to learn how to come out of a cave today well the very first thing you need to know is is you got to pray your way out you got to pray your way out Psalm 142 I just read to you verses 1 and 2 
David says, I cried aloud to the Lord. I lift up my voice to the Lord for mercy. I pour out my complaint before him. I declare before him my trouble. Listen, there's one thing that I know that I've learned, and that's you got to call on the Lord in prayer when you're in a cave. If there's one thing I've learned, it's you, gotta, you have to call on the Lord in prayer when you find yourself in a dark place, in a defeated place, when you're in a cave. David, David's cave experience, it led him to cry out to the Lord. This man of God, he, he, listen, he could have remained silent, but instead he lifted his voice to the Lord in prayer. And I promise you, it was not a pretty prayer and it was not a proper prayer. It was a desperate prayer. In verse 6, the reason I know this is David declared, I'm in desperate need. I'm in desperate need. Listen, this was not no patty cake prayer. It wasn't a pretty prayer and a proper prayer. He was crying out to the Lord. He was in desperation for God to move. Have you ever noticed how different your prayers are when you pray from inside the cave? Your prayers are different. A cave prayer is a prayer of desperation. It's a prayer of desperation. One translation of Psalm 142 says that David spilled out everything before the Lord until he was completely empty. He spilled out everything. David was spilling out his heart. He was spilling out his tears with a loud voice and with a lot of tears. He poured himself out to Almighty God in prayer. And I ask you this morning, have you ever been there? Have you ever been there where all you can do is spill out your heart and spill out tears? Have you ever been there in the cave where all you know is just a prayer of desperation, praying with all of your heart and all of your tears? Jeremiah 29, 13 says, you'll seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. David was low. He was about as low as you could go. He was in a low place in life and he pleaded with the Lord in prayer for help listen to me friend David could have easily quit he could have easily gave up I know this is what the doctor said I know this is what the situation looks like I know that's what the test came back showing I know all that and, and you could easily give up and you could easily quit but you have to keep praying and never give up and David could have gave up and David could have quit and then on the flip side of that, David could have said, you know what, I'm, I'm the man. I'll get up in my own strength and I'll get up in my own power and I'll walk out of this cave in my own willpower. But David didn't declare that. In fact, David says, I can't do anything because these people that have surrounded me, they're too strong for me. And so all he could pray was, Lord, come and, and give me your help and give me your power because you're the only one that can bring me out of this. You're the only one that can bring me out. Your, your help, your power is what I need. Listen to me, friend. If you're in a cave this morning, the first thing you need to do is you need to pray. You need to pray. You need to ask the Lord to, you need to ask the Lord with all of your heart. You, you need to have lots of tears and desperation. You need to cry out to Jesus. You need to pour everything out to Jesus in prayer. I love what verse one says in David's prayer. David said this here, he says, David prayed and he cried aloud to the Lord for mercy. He cried aloud to the Lord for mercy. I find that interesting because if I'm in a cave and I'm surrounded by the enemy, Lord, I need you to make a way out. But David doesn't pray that first. 
David says, you know what, Lord, I'm in this cave and before I ask anything else, I want you to just please have mercy on me. I don't know how I got here. I, I didn't see this coming. Things have blindsided me. I don't know why I'm so discouraged. I don't know why I'm depressed. I don't know why I feel so defeated, but I'm in this place. I'm not sure how I got here, but while I'm here, Lord, I'm crying out, have mercy on me, Lord. Have mercy on me, Lord. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on my family, Lord. And he cried out for mercy. How many of you are grateful for the Lord's mercy today? Oh, every hand in here ought to go up. The Bible says the Lord is rich in mercy and his mercies are new every day. And David was pleading in prayer for the Lord to show mercy, show mercy, show mercy. I'm in this place and I need your mercy, Lord. I need you to show mercy to me, show mercy to my family. Help me, Lord. I love what Hebrews 4.16 says. Let us approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Friend, if you're in a cave today, you can call on the Lord in prayer and he will give mercy to help you in your time of need. He'll give you mercy. If you're in a cave this morning, you can pray and, and God will pour out his mercy. When we pray, God pours out his mercy upon us. When we pray, we can receive mercy to help us through the pain and through the struggles of the cave experience. When we pray, we can receive the Lord's mercy to help us to come out of the cave. Listen, it's the Lord Jesus Christ who is rich in mercy and he will show his mercy to you if you will call his name. Call on him. Call on him. I need your mercy, Lord. Be merciful to me, Lord. You need to pray your way out of the cave. How many of you have been in some caves? I know not real caves. I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. And you've had to pray your way out. Pray your way out. David said, I, I, I listed my complaint to you, Lord, of my troubles. Can I just say something to you right now? You'll never complain your way out of the cave. You'll never complain your way out of the cave. You gotta pray your way out of the cave. When you keep complaining, all you're doing is digging a deeper hole and going deeper and deeper into the cave. You gotta pray your way out. Turn those complaints and turn that panic and turn it into pray. Turn it into prayers. Pray your way out. Pray your way out. Look to your neighbor and say, pray your way out. And you need to also trust your way out. Trust your way out of the cave. I love verse 3. Verse 3 says that David declared, he said these words here, when my, when my spirit grows faint, when my spirit grows faint. Some translations you can read and it says when, when I feel overwhelmed. In other words, he's saying when, when I declare to you, Lord, when, when my spirit grows faint, when I feel overwhelmed, you alone know the way I should turn. You know what that phrase there means? It means, Lord, you know the way out. You, listen, I, I can't figure it out I don't see a way out, but like David says, you alone, Lord, you, you know the way out. And I'm gonna trust you to bring me out. I'm gonna trust you to make a way. And David declared, he says, I feel overwhelmed. Now that word overwhelmed, if you were to study it, it means to collapse. It's a picture of a building collapsing. David was on the verge of collapsing. And David was declaring, I've had about all I can take. How many of you have said those words before? I have had about all I can take. You might be here this morning and that might be your testimony that I have had about all I can take. We've all been there. David was there. He had had about all he could take and his life was collapsing. 
David was about to collapse physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. And to add to that, David had nowhere to go. He had no one to turn to except the Lord. And when you're in a cave and you have nowhere to go and you have no one to turn to, let me encourage you, you need to trust in the Lord. You need to trust in the Lord. You need to trust in the Lord. When, when nobody's listening to you, nobody's looking to you, there's no one around, let me just tell you, friend, Jesus is there and you can trust in him. He'll make a way for you, hallelujah. You gotta trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, one of my favorite verses. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. When you're in a cave, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And trust in the Lord by faith and not by feelings by faith and not by feelings. Let me just remind you of something I want to just reiterate to you that as followers of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, we are, we are called to walk by faith and not by sight. We're called to walk by faith and not by feelings. And the reason why is because our feelings are up and down and they change depending on your situations. Your feelings will lead you into some frustrations and your frustrations can fool you. And that's why when I counsel people, I encourage them, don't make any major decisions in your life when you're walking through some frustrations because you don't want to decide something out of a major frustration because you may make the wrong decision. Your clarity is clouded by your circumstances. And you need to be careful that you're not walking by feelings and you're not walking by your frustrations, but you're walking by faith and you're trusting in the Lord. And you can trust in the Lord. Yeah, your feelings are going to change. Your frustrations are going to change. You probably walked in this morning with some feelings and they've been up and down. Frustrations this week that have been up and down. But I have some good news for you, friend. Jesus, he never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Hallelujah. You can trust him. You can trust him. You can trust Jesus. Walking by faith is trusting Jesus when life suddenly caves in. Walking by faith is trusting Jesus no matter how dark things may get in your life. Walking by faith is trusting Jesus to make a way out of the cave. Walking by faith is trusting Jesus to guide you through your feelings and your frustrations so you make no mistakes. David said, I look around and I see no one is there. In fact, I look around and I see that no one even cares for my life. And then David says, but I go to you, Lord, my refuge, for you're my portion in the land of the living. David was saying, Lord, you're all I need. You're all I need. I might be in this place right now, and I don't have anybody that even cares, it seems, for my life, but it doesn't matter because I have you, Lord, and you're all I need. You're all I need. Hallelujah. You know what? You're all I need. I'm going to trust you in the cave. I'm going to trust that you're with me in the cave. I'm going to trust you that you're with me when the bottom falls out. I'm going to trust you when life makes no sense. I'm going to trust you that you're going to have a divine plan that you're working out. I'm trusting you that all things are possible. I'm trusting you that you're working this out for my good and for your glory I'm trusting Lord that you are the way maker you, I'm going to trust you Lord that you're going to bring me through and bring me out in the name of Jesus I'm going to trust the Lord aren't you thankful friend when there's no one to turn to 
that you can turn to Jesus you can turn to the Lord man have you ever been in those places before it's not, a, it's not a pleasant place to be. It's, it can be dark and be discouraging when you feel like there's nobody to talk to. But friend, you always have Jesus. You can talk to him. You can talk to him. You can trust him. You can trust him. He's not going to let you down. His promises are yes and amen. Hallelujah. Pray your way out. Trust your way out. And then finally here, I want to tell you to praise your way out praise your way out of the cave verse 7 couldn't wait to get to it David said set me free from my prison that I may praise your name he said set me free from my prison so I can praise your name not set me free from my prison so I can go out and fight more and, and, and uh, battle more and so I can show off more but set me free from my prison so I can praise you more set me free out of this prison so I can praise you listen the lesson here is I'm going to pray my way out I'm going to trust my way out but when the Lord brings me out I'm going to come out praising I'm going to come out praising I'm going to come out praising the Lord and I'm going to come out with a new song on my heart and some of y'all could use a new song on your heart he's brought you out of some things and you need to come out singing a new song, a new song on your heart. What's that song going to sound like? That song's going to sound like, my God is awesome, hallelujah. My, my song's going to sound like that God is with me through the floods and he's with me through the fires. My song's going to sound like that God is for me and not against me. My song is going to sound like that he is my strong tower. He's my refuge. My song's going to sound like he's the way maker. My song's going to sound like nothing can separate me from the love of God. My song's going to sound like that no one can fathom his greatness my song's going to sound like that he can do far above what I could ask or ever imagine my song's going to sound like that Jesus is the light of the world and those that, that walk in that light will no longer walk in darkness hallelujah my song's going to sound like he's the king of kings and the lord of lords my song's going to sound like he is the king of glory and I'm going to give him the praise that he deserves I'm going to come out of that cave and I'm going to come out with a song on my heart I might come out wounded I might come out scarred I'm going to come out with some smoke on me but I'm going to come out with a praise and I'm going to say thank you Jesus hallelujah you brought me out of this thing you brought me out hallelujah hallelujah praise God he has the power to bring you out Jesus is greater than any cave let me ask you this morning has he brought you out of some caves where's your praise at where's your praise at Man, he's brought you out of some caves. Come on, praise him for it. Come on, David, listen, I'm going to praise my way out. I'm, I'm confined and I feel like I'm in captivity and I'm surrounded and my enemies are too strong for me, but it doesn't matter what it looks like. Lord, I'm going to praise your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise your way out. Come on, friend, if he brings you out of a cave... You need to make sure you give him all the glory and praise. Don't walk around, well, I did this and I did that. You hadn't done nothing. Jesus brought you out. He brought you out. He brought you out. Don't, don't even try to take credit for it. David said, I'm going to praise you, Lord. Come out of the cave, friend. Come out of your cave. In the name of Jesus. 
Nothing the Lord wants more than for you to have freedom in your life. Don't be your coy. Don't make a decision to live there year after year after year after year. Don't let the devil rob you of your joy. You got to make a decision today. You know what, Lord, I'm going to pray my way out of this thing. I'm going to trust you out of it, and I'm going to praise you all the way through. And I'm going to see you, God. You're going to bring me out. Come out of that cave of fear. Come out of the cave of worry. Come out of the cave of anger, resentment, bitterness, brokenness. I mean, the caves could go on. Come out in the name of Jesus. Turner, if you and the team want to come, that'll be a blessing. We're getting ready to pray. Can you make a declaration today that I refuse to stay in the cave? I, I, I Listen, I, I don't know how I ended up here. Unforeseen circumstances, things that have happened to me, maybe at the fault of somebody else and their failures, their mistakes, or, or whatever it may be. It might be a sickness in your life. It may be just the life in general, but whatever, you've ended up there. But can you make a decision today? I refuse. I refuse to stay in that cave. And I'm coming out with the power of Jesus Christ. And the reason why you can is because we were singing it earlier. He, he conquered his cave. He came out and conquered the grave, conquered the cave. And because he conquered it, we can conquer it too because the same power to raise Christ from the dead lives inside of each and every one of us. God wants to free you today. He's greater than your cave. He's greater than my cave. And maybe you're here this morning and we're going to pray. Maybe you're here this morning and you're in the cave of sin. And the darkness of that cave has buried you. You're dead to sin. In fact, the Bible says the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. Friend, you can be set free from the penalty and the punishment and the power of sin today by faith, just by receiving Jesus Christ to be your Lord and to be your Savior. How do you do that? You repent of your sins. You repent. And you receive Jesus Christ to be your Lord and to be your Savior. Can I just remind you this morning that God loves each and every one of you that are here. You, you've never gone past the grace of God. His grace is sufficient. And he would want to save somebody today that's lost spiritually. Or maybe somebody that's maybe just backslidden away from God and you know you're not right with the Lord. You've drifted away. That drift can stop today. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes? I need every Christian praying, please. Every Christian praying. Lord, guide us through your, with your Holy Spirit right now and friend if you're here this morning even watching through the live stream and, and you're in a cave of sin you're separated from God and you understand that you're a sinner and you want to confess those sins to Christ and you want to repent of those sins and you want to commit your life to Jesus because most of all you want to be saved and you want to have a relationship with the Lord and friend that can happen right here it can all change right now you can come out of that cave of sin right now. In fact, like the song goes, you can come running out of that cave. 
through the power of Jesus Christ. Nobody looking around, every Christian praying. If you're here this morning and you're not certain that heaven is in your future and you're not certain that you are saved and on your way to heaven to meet Jesus and to you want to have that relationship with him and you want me to pray for you, you have just a desire right now to surrender everything to Christ, to make him your Lord and to make him your Savior. Would you lift your hand real high and say, that's me today. Would you please pray for me? I'm not going to embarrass you. If that's you, God bless you, sir. God bless you. Does anybody else bold enough and courageous enough to say, that's me. Will you pray for me? Will you pray for me? Just lift your hand quickly and put it down. God bless you, sir. God bless you there in the back. God sees that hand, son. God bless you, son. God sees your hand. Right there where you are, just begin to call on the Lord. Jesus, I'm a sinner. I admit to you I'm a sinner, and I believe that you died on the cross in my place. You, You were the substitute for me, God. I deserved all that punishment. But out of your love, God, you took my place. You're the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And I place my trust in you right now. I repent of my sins. That means I turn. I turn away from my sin. I turn. There's a change of mind. There's a change of heart. There's a change of direction. I admit it, and now I quit it. And I'm going to follow you, Jesus. I, by faith, I, I receive you to be my Lord and to be my Savior. I believe you died on the cross. I believe that you were put in a grave. And three days later, you were raised from the dead. And you conquered death. You conquered the grave. And God, you're victorious. And because you're victorious, God, I can be victorious. I can have everlasting life. I can be saved. And right now, by faith, by faith, come on, friend, whether you raised your hand or not, I receive Jesus into my life to be my Lord and to be my Savior. Lord, begin to make all things new in me right now. Make me a new creature in Christ Jesus. The old things now passed away. Everything now has become new. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I pray that prayer of faith right now to receive Christ, to be my Savior, to be my Lord. I pray it in the name of Jesus.